<laughs> Welcome to the film production podcast Halloween special. Woo! Hello. Very spooky. Thank you. Yeah, we, <laughs> we love to see it. <laughs> That's a way to start, isn't it? I'm glad everyone was frightened right there. Well, well, everyone, honestly, I'm so my heart, my heart came out here, and then it it, it went back. Amazing. I'm I don't shook. have a heart. It was surgically removed three years ago. <gasps> <laughs> okay. Um, hi everyone. Today on the podcast is the Halloween special. Halloween special indeed. Ooh. We have we have Steph. Hi. We have Barney. Hello. We have Aiden. Hello. Again. 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 <laughs> Can't get rid of me. I know, he's always here. He's just this hanging is, out. I've well I've completed a nice trilogy now. I've This is your story arc yeah. coming to a close. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Like Close of the Rings. Yeah, like Lord of the Rings. Oh yeah. Relatable. I have um, such an obsession with that film. <laughs> To people who haven't seen it, shame on you, honestly. If you haven't seen it, go watch it right now. Shall um, I just leave then? Have you not yeah. watched Lord of the Rings? How? That's actually kind what? of shocking. I'm disappointed. <laughs> I'm very disappointed in you, Aiden. Okay. Look at right. shame. So. I'm sorry. So today, we've all been invited here, cordially invited, uh, to talk about um, spooky, spooky films and spooky, <laughs> spooky season, which is coming Ooh. up in, in literally a few days. So whether this podcast is going to be ready for Halloween, I don't know. Probably not. Spooky season's year-round for me, so... Amazing. Halloween's all the time. (laughs) So I feel like, really, we need to kick off with a little bit of chat about... What is it it about spooky films that entices you? What is is the spooky vibe and why do you go for it? And anyone, feel free to throw yourself straight in here. Or just in the deep end. In the deep end. Yeah, let's go, boys. (laughs) Spooky films, want... spooky films give you that adrenaline rush, don't they? You know, you like, you watch them, and then they scare you, and you go ah, and then all your friends laugh at you. <laughs> oh, no, seriously, when you watch spooky films with your friends, all of them will laugh at you if you oh, are the first to scream. If it's you watch like... horror films with your friends, they become comedies real quick. They yeah, kind yeah. Of as well. <laughs> they're not scary anymore, right? They're not scary. No, they're just funny. You just see someone get murdered, and you just you laugh at them. Yeah. yeah, it's just funny. You end up that guy willing, lost his arm. You end up willing the person <laughs> killing to actually win. You don't care about. It's because protagonists are either like anymore. really unlikable or really dumb. Yeah, like oh, I heard a spooky noise in the basement. Let me go by myself unarmed to see what it was. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like the, the, the what is it? so as far as I can tell already, spooky is about the companionship of friendship, right? Oh, yeah. Is that is that? You well, know, it's different if you're in friends. You're if you're on friends. your own, then you're allowed to get scared. Yeah. I think. If you're you with you your friends, it. that's it. I remember over summer, me and a few friends were at a friend's house and we watched it. Became a comedy. We were just laughing. George got yeah. his arm bit off. Haha, funny. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, they get. That's I mean, sick. <laughs> Poor George. <laughs> <laughs> is that not a, is a consequence of seeing so many spooky films that you sort of probably you know. I went through Blind a phase. Yeah. I went through a phase when I was like 15 where all I watched was scary films. Like, it just that was it. Just horror films. I didn't watch anything else. And my mum kept saying to me, oh, if you watch horrible things, then the horrible thing's going to happen to you. I'm still here, so... You haven't you been go. Texas Chainsaw Massacred yet. Not yet. <laughs> I mean... A few days' time. Give me a few days. A few days. Thanks, Barney. <laughs> if I die after this podcast is released, it was Barney. Amazing. Okay. Well, 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 this is um your testimony then. Yes. 
This is already turning. This is already scaring me, guys. <laughs> I'm already spooked. Just went into the town of Salem real quick. <laughs> um. Okay. So, everyone's favorite horror film. Do I have to choose? You're really making me choose like this Christ. on the spot. Shall I go then? Because I do have one. Go okay. On. You actually go, on. go ahead. Well, of course. On Halloween, what do you watch? Halloween. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Oh, the, the, the generic answer. <laughs> yes, but I go deep on Halloween. I'm like, oi, oi. I, I, go, oi, oi. I go in on all the sequels, oh. all the way I can, you know, that's like... Oh, there are like seven Halloween movies or something. There now. are 11, I think. 11? Wow. And four timelines and three reboots. It's almost oh as bad God. as Saw. Yeah. It's almost as but bad that's as what I'm saying. Over, Friday 13th. Over summer, I watched them all because I'd only seen Halloween 1, 2, and then the latest one, which is also called Halloween, which complicates it a bit. But <laughs> in fact, there's three films in the franchise just called Halloween, so that really doesn't help. But I thought, let's watch all the other sequels. So I watched them all. Some of them are brilliant. I think Halloween 7, H20, or H2O, as it's actually called. That film is amazing. So 90s, but amazing. Halloween's five, six, and eight, probably some of the worst films I've ever seen. Amazing. Not just worst horror films, they're dreadful films. They are awful. Oh, yeah, most horror films I've seen that are bad, usually like the worst I've ever seen. Yeah. They... Oh, no, I've seen some abysmal horror <laughs> films, some truly atrocious films. I mean, I saw one on Amazon Prime the other day called Inbred. Uh, that was very <laughs> oh, okay. It was about oh, it was about a Yorkshire town. Of course, Fries are not bad. Of course it was, was it made in the south? I don't know. I think it, it was probably South was. Yorkshire. I'm going to throw hands. It was probably <laughs> made in in Yorkshire. I imagine oh, on God. on location. It was wild. Um, don't watch it. Honestly, no, it was I'm not <laughs> adding that one. Yeah, a list. wild one. Tell you that. They exploded someone with 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 poo. I can I can oh do you God, one worse though. I can actually do you worse. Have you uh, assumed that you've all seen The Breakfast Club, right? Yes. That iconic. famous horror film, The Breakfast <laughs> no, Club. No, no, no. This, <laughs> is in, this is in relation oh, to no it, though. Detention. Because I saw a film that was The Breakfast Club, but was in a prison, and there was a psychopath running around murdering them. And it was what? called Deadly Detention, and it's the worst oh film I've God. ever seen. Um, Deadly Detention. I haven't even rated it on my letterbox because I was just like, I, don't, I can't give it less than one. <laughs> it was so That's bad. bad. God. How long was it? Was it a full-length film? It was a full-length film, uh, and it was essentially The Breakfast Club. But they were all idiots. They were in a like a prison. There was a serial killer, except he was so. The twist at the end wasn't that who it was, but it was he was so inept at killing people that everyone got away with their lives. Amazing. Nobody died. So actually, everyone wins. What? It was awful. It was. It was one <laughs> of the worst films I've ever count, seen in my life. Sounds horrible. Okay, so uh, my favorite horror film. Probably has to be Coraline, 2009. Oh, technically a kid's favorite. film. You stole that favorite from well, me. Well, it's my favorite, so technically a kid's film, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. I genuinely thought it was terrifying, both as a kid and now. So, I mean, to be fair, if I woke up in an alternate dimension and my mum and dad had buttons for eyes, I'd just be terrifying as it is. Yeah. So. I think I think what really sells Coraline is the uh, the claymation though, right? Yeah, it is one of the, the most incredible claymation films. Like they're such a good company for that as well. Mm. They've done such good things, and it was Henry Selleck directed as well. 
Really? Yeah. I did it, not know who that. Who directed actually. it? Henry Selleck. Oh, wow. He did um, Nightmare Before Christmas as well. Yeah. Everyone s- thinks that Nightmare Before Christmas was um, Tim Burton. Nah. No. So he, um, he did some of it. That He designed the characters, didn't he? Yeah. I think he was a I producer. I think he was a producer, yeah. 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 So, but it wasn't directed by him. But everyone's like, oh, it's my favourite Tim Burton film. It's like, is it really Tim Burton, though? <laughs> yeah, you might want to check your facts there. Okay. <laughs> Coraline, do, does it does it spook you? Or is it just a good film that has spooky elements? I think both. Because to be fair, there is some of it which is genuinely terrifying. Yeah. Like, both as a kid and now. But then again, I just spook easy. So... Mm. But, like, I think the scene, like, where Caroline's hunting for the three eyes and one of them's in her neighbour's um, thing with the gymnasts. Oh, And they're yeah. inside oh, the that scoops. shell and she's trying to, like, pull it away from them. That was creepy. That was terrifying to me. Yeah. It, there was there's some real moments in that film. But, I mean, same to Aiden Light. Do you think Halloween is, like, inherently scary now? Or is it more to do oh, with... Oh, not now. I... No. We... I watched it with some people recently, and yeah, it's not scary now. I can imagine in 1978 it was, because mm. essentially, Terrifying. I mean, some people say Psycho is the first slasher film. Some people say Texas Chainsaw Massacre is the first slasher film, but technically it's actually Halloween, because then the structure of slasher that came after Halloween is borrowed from Halloween. Mm. So at the time, there weren't really that many masked killers going around killing people. That was quite a new concept, people jumping out of doorways and that kind of thing. But you watch it now, and it's just it's nice, spooky music. But I've never watched it and gone, because it just doesn't have that. Is that because it's old, though, maybe, as well? Is it, is it, is I don't it know, an I think age thing? Probably, it's, like, yeah. it's become the industry standard for horror. You get a build-up of the music, and then I think it's an American thing where they build up the music, and then they drop the music off, and there's no payoff. And then they turn around, and there is a payoff. Yeah. I think yeah. that's... That's a very American concept, but that's what, jump scare. that's what it is, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think that Alfred Hitchcock was definitely, like, the forefather of horror because mm. he, was, he was crowned the king of suspense. But I feel like since around 2014, 15, horror just is not the same. Every horror film that's been released, for maybe the excuse of uh, us, just hasn't done it for me. Oh, mm. but there are still some great names in horror at the moment. Yeah, James oh, yeah. Wan and Mike Flanagan. James and, Wan's brilliant. And Lee Wannell as well, or Wannell, however you want to say it. Those three names How are w- single-handedly saving horror. However, James Wan, he's kind of killed it off a bit with um, The Curse of La Llorona. I've still not seen it, so it's bad. my opinion. Well, he was he... only an exec producer on that, so that probably just means he showed up and went, yep, and then cleared off. <laughs> probably, because he is an absolute god of horror. Like, Sorry, he I've got to go Saul. and spend lots of money. He was busy on Aquaman and Fast and Furious 7, wasn't oh, he? Oh, gosh. So, <laughs> so what, what films did they did they make, sorry? Uh, he um... created The Conjuring Universe and Saul. And, and Insidious. And Insidious. Oh, my God. In, I was about to say Insidious is literally my favourite film. Insidious is yeah. one of my favourite horror films of all time. Yeah, I actually, I, I, I think, I, I think the world building is incredible, and I really, yeah. love, I love the concept. I really anyway. enjoyed Insidious one and two, three when it kind of fell off me. Four, I was just, I'm done with this. Nah. Yeah, the first one, and second, well, the first one and the second one like makes sense as like mm. a back to back sort of, you know. What's what do you call a not trilogy? A duology? A duology? Duology? I don't uh, know. Original and sequel. Yeah, <laughs> original sequel. Basically, yeah. <laughs> there should be a word for it. But anyway, the first two are good because obviously they lead on from each yeah. other. Yeah. 
And uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't do remember the third love one at the all. cliffhanger of the first one where she takes a photograph of her husband and surprise, yes. he's possessed still, yeah. which leads on to a quick spoiler warning. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Thank you. Oh, sorry, spoilers. <laughs> Wow, wow. Spoiler alert. I mean, okay, the the film is over 10 years old now. It came out in 2010, so I feel like if you've not seen it by now. Honestly, any film that's older than, like, a a year now is honestly fair. fair Well, I mean, as we get deeper, I'm going to, of course, be talking about my 30s and 40s horrors. So that's well overdue a spoiler warning, isn't it? Just a bit. (laughs) They're nearly 100 years old, so. (laughs) Wow. Imagine the the original horrors, the, 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 the power, the power couples of horror. I mean, so, I mean, uh, Barney, you didn't actually say what your favourite film actually, was. I didn't actually, no, Steph stole Coraline from me, so I'm going to go. <laughs> Sorry. It's fair, because at least we got to talk about it. I'll, I'll go with my favourite being Hellraiser. I've never is, seen it. I've not seen it. How have oh, not loads of people have, but you must have heard of Pinhead. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yes. yes. Yes, that, that's Hellraiser. The, f- uh, the first Hellraiser. ever Comic Con I went to, a guy was there as Hellraiser and it was so cool. Yeah. This is the first time I saw all the people in cosplay apart from me and the internet, so. That's, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, every, kind of lots and lots of people know what he looks like, but nobody's, nobody's seen the film. Mm. And I think the only reason the film is still good is because they use practical effects a lot. Yeah. And yeah. practical effects in that still look great. The costume design on. Pinhead and his little cohort Cenobites, they still look utterly terrifying. Mm. And I, I love that design. And even though it's like Super 80s, 80s leather yeah. and studs sort of yeah. power sort of <laughs> film, there's a scene where somebody, if I'm right, gets literally ripped apart, don't Oh, they? yeah. And God. that is incredible. And quick, you sort of... quick spoiler warning for this film. <laughs> but at the, towards the end, um, they get kind of, I'm going to call him the antagonist. And he gets lifted up by the chains and he just like sat there and they just pull him apart yeah. and he just explodes. It's, oh, shit. it's but maddening. It's, sometimes you watch these old films and you sort of go, well, I can see how they did that. That's just yeah. that's just a it's bit crazy. of fake blood and that. But that's actually one of those ones you sort of think, actually that's quite believable considering it's over yeah. 30 I years old now. I yeah. definitely prefer practical effects over CGI just any day yeah. of the week. Just I feel like it's such a big part of filmmaking to the point where Filmmakers have got lazy and they either fix it in post or just add CGI and it's like, yeah. can we not? Because so. with practical effects, you kind of know that the actors are stood there and they're looking at that. What yeah. they're seeing is actually what you're seeing as well. Yeah. It's exactly the same. You get more so, authentic reactions. Yeah, when you see something like that happen, you kind of go, their reactions is quite quite real. Yeah, I remember I uh, watched the behind the scenes of it and the first time the actors saw Bill Skarsgård as Pennywise was when they filmed the um, house scene when the loser gang first see Pennywise and I remember Wolf Hard doing an interview and he was like on set that day and he was like yeah, some of the reactions you're going to see today is going to be genuine ter- horror because we've never seen Bill in full Pennywise get up, so yeah, that makeup was incredible. That it thing was. he can do with his eyes is his performance as well. Yeah, oh, his Top performance notch. Pennywise. It made the film miles better than Tim Curry. I absolutely love and adore Tim Curry, but his it was way better than Tim Curry's in the eighties. Yeah. Do you think that the uh, that the sequel, the the new film, was better than the original? Oh God, no. The new. F- Oh, the new film. Oh, yeah, I thought they meant the, the second new, the film. The new films, are they better than the, the original one? 80s? Is it, was it, is it the 80s? Or 90s. 90s. It was 90s, yeah. 90s I think. Yeah. Well, it was 70s. 70s. It was 
Pennywise comes back every 17 years, isn't it? I think. Yeah, I think so it, it was, was 17 years. I think it was 1990. Prior. 1990, yeah, because they did it exactly 17 years yeah. after. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that, that was one. So Basically, <laughs> I think the first film is better than the original. The second one was terrible. The second one was a straight of comedy at times. Oh, yeah. I liked like, the second dude, one. Dude, you got to lose that mullet. It's mm. not the 70s. What? <laughs> The, um, Gosh, uh, I, the, 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 like I think the final, the CGI in the final scene, the final battle scene is wild. And it just, I, I was like, this is almost action, not scary yeah. horror. Yeah. It was a bit. Just the way know. that they defeated yeah. Pennywise as well, by him becoming this small little you. baby and then ripping out his heart. It's like, but isn't what that, is this? Surely that's the ending from the book. I've not read the book, I, but surely it's the ending I from the book. I tried to read the book. It's over a thousand pages long. Yeah, that's the and problem also... with Stephen King. You think it's a good idea, and then you realise you've been reading Christ. it for five years, and you've not got past it, past the first chapter. Anyway, Stephen King was an amazing writer, sort of. Uh, moving swiftly on, okay. we are going to talk about. We need to. We need to discuss why. Why do you think you fans of horror could do any better than the current horror that is out at the moment? How would you? reinvent the power and the genre of horror to really give people that spooky well that's assuming i'm not a fan of the current state of horror shall i be on the defensive of i mean if you'd like if you'd like to be devil's advocate but like the the current state of horror is no good at all because i finished blind manor last night and i'm in a very positive state about the current state of horror i would just say i wouldn't do horror films especially as a student Student horror films are such a cliche. Not a fan. So. Well, why, why though? Can you tell me why? They all kind of do the same thing, and a lot of them go for shock value other than actual authentic filmmaking. Because I remember one of the first films I made was a thriller. Not a horror, because everyone else did a horror and they were terrible. Basically, it's always set at night in a spooky place someone always gets stabbed there's way too much fake blood and it just looks tacky like they don't do it well at all fair enough like i understand that they have a very restrictive budget but even with a restrictive budget you can probably do something else which doesn't require fake blood and everyone getting stabbed and, you know some actual good writing hmm. okay 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 makes sense why they're terrible but how would how would you with the similar budget? How would you actually do instead of a thriller necessarily? But how would you really get back into the horror? What what would sell a student horror film to you? You know, a genuine original idea, because a lot of them, as I just said, very same same. You know, someone gets an anonymous phone call, they get stabbed. I'd rather it be more. I don't know, someone who gets stalked. I know that's a cliche also, but I feel like if it's done right, it can be done properly. I feel like if they got stalked and they got notes every day and it kind of like had a build up rather than jump scare, ah, blood, stab, knife. Yeah. You know? So I think a genuine, like, kind of a build up to something happening would be better because a lot of student films are very sudden, very jump scary. Hmm. Could that also be to do with a potential time restriction that you might have? Like, how? Like, can you, do you have you have you guys ever seen a good five-minute horror film? Actually, yes. Well, I think it was slightly over five minutes, but like, there was this animated one called The Sandman, which was utterly brilliant. It's like, I think it's the same kind of animation Leica use, but it was based on I think a European myth, 
where this kid like goes to his bed and that's that's the most terrifying bit walking through his house at night uh and the climax of it is though um that the sandman does kind of enter his room and try and scare him awake um i don't want to say any more on it but that was a that was a short film i think slightly over five minutes but it was it was a short film and it was horror and it was fantastic Hmm. i have seen a couple of good one minute horror films um they were there was a there was a horror festival i'm pretty sure at some point i think it was over lockdown where people would be making horror films in the house and there was a couple of really good one minute short horror films that generally were like ooh, that was kind of spooky you know gave me a little a little cheeky chill um but i don't know maybe 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 i'm not good enough at horror maybe I feel like it does take a certain kind of person to create good horror. As I said, James Wan, Alfred Hitchcock, biggest names in horror, but in terms of like behind the camera. But I feel like it's just a very hard kind of genre to get right. If you know what I mean. Without it sort of cheaping out. Yeah, without it seeming cheap or it accidentally coming across as funny. Mm. I think for me, I mean, I might monologue slightly here, but I think when you people make horror films they go right i'm gonna make something scary and that's all they focus on i think like you were saying about they're just people try to shock and that is where they fall down because if you are just trying to go and here's something you're not expecting it's like yeah we are i've seen yeah. a million horror films i saw that coming it's the ones that work the best i think are ones when they put a mess like a proper message behind it i don't mean just a sort of PSA sort of this in issue is important sort of thing because those sort of things drive me insane mm. but like something that has something that can resonate and actually connect with you even though I said like Halloween was my favorite horror film there's not really any messages behind that not really no but as I said earlier and judging from my t well, judging from my t-shirt today 1930s horror is my second area of expertise <laughs> <laughs> and something about them is like they are it's a celebration i've said this uh, phrase before but those old films are like a celebration of the macabre but i say it's sort of like any sort of at that time you know zombies like frankenstein is essentially a zombie or dracula who murders people and all these sort of things that is a quite a controversial topic from 1931 but the thing that although we're not we've moved past that now we've seen zombies and stuff like that to death but we still like those sort of films or at least i do anyway it's because a lot every single one of the monsters has their own fear so even though we're scared of them i mean i'm not i don't ever watch frankenstein because then it's it's black and white i'm not going to be scared of it (laughs) but something but every single one of the monsters has their own fear it's like dracula essentially his fear is of death even though garlic yes no that came later (laughs) no it's like essentially dracula even though he goes around killing people he's scared of death he has to kill people to survive he's lived for hundreds of years but he doesn't want to die frankenstein um well i suppose what is his fear loneliness the monster because like there's there's a difference between the two i don't think the monster was like it wasn't the point of the story that the monster wasn't really the bad guy. Yeah, well, I'm, when I say Frank, I meant the monster. He's there. a I know consequence there's... of his environment. Yeah. Yes, well, his, essentially, his fear is essentially, it's loneliness. I mean, in Bride of Frankenstein, which is an incredible 
film. That's my second favourite horror film. If you're not going to go, if you're saying Halloween's a generic choice, Bride of Frankenstein, 1935. Brilliant film, that is. You think it's going to be about the bride. It's not. She's in it for five minutes. The rest of it is a contemplation on the monster's loneliness. And there is a line where he finally talks and he just says, alone, bad, friends, good. And it's like Cute. every single oh one of those God. monsters has a fear. And I think what we're saying about what to make horror good is if you just go, shock, scares. No, that's not going to do anything. But if you have mm. something that I can connect to, something that can resonate with me, if I can find one of those monsters and find a fear that they have and go, yeah, I'm, I don't like that either. Like, whatever, even, even like the creature from the Black Lagoon doesn't really want change. He's just swimming about, minding his own business and comes few they scientists start him. shooting at him and he's like whoa what are you doing <laughs> so it's like that's like a fear of change and he's my favorite monster so it's sort of like something that resonates with you and maybe modern horror needs to tap into that more which i was saying earlier about i'm gonna i'm wrapping up my point now don't worry okay <laughs> i was saying earlier about i'm actually more positive about the current state of horror with people like lee wannell who did the invisible man reboot mm. i was very worried about that because i love the original 1933 invisible man and i thought how on earth are you going to make that relevant today and he did he was like the invisible was man was it good was the film actually good? it's brilliant Apparently, because yeah. the invisible man is not the main character it's the thank, other person thank that's god getting attacked it's, by the, it's the woman who's being domestically abused by the invisible man and yeah. the i said i've said it the monster of that film is not just the invisible man but the visible man too because you're actually you're scared of him whether he's invisible or not and that, and then making it domestic violence, and nobody's believing her because oh, he's not, he's not invisible. What are you going on about, you psychopathic woman? Like, that sort of thing. Yeah. It makes it relevant today, and I imagine there's a lot of people that can tap into that and see. Mm. Okay, I can relate to that, yeah. and I think that's why that film did so well and succeeded. I, I didn't even know it did well, to be honest. It sort of dropped kind of off my radar. Well, it did look like one of those classic kind of, you know, meh horror films. It didn't look Yeah, that's what I thought. I went to see it expecting (laughs) it to be... The trailers didn't do it favours. No. No. To be fair, I went to see it thinking, okay, I'll give it a go. It's Lee Wannell. I like him. I like The Invisible Band. Let's see what happened. I came away thinking, that was pretty damn decent. But then lockdown happened. Oh, no, the cinemas weren't you weren't, weren't allowed in cinemas, and nobody else saw it. So yeah, <laughs> I feel like a lot of films this year have just dipped. To be fair, I remember seeing a lot of trailers for films this year, last year. And I was like, next year seems pretty bad because I feel like last year had a good run for films. But uh, going back to horror, uh, I feel like another downfall of horror is when they make it too relevant to pop culture, and they aim at teenagers. Because like uh, there are films like Smiley, Unfriended, and Slenderman, which are all oh terrible. <laughs> of which all I have terrible. seen. <laughs> I've seen all three of those. Me too. They're <laughs> atrocious. Atrocious. They make it way too trying to appeal to teenage. It's it's basically old white men thinking, oh yes, what do the kids? They like the phone into? and Skype. There is yeah. the Slender Man, the skinny oh, this, boy. This, Slenderman, yeah. That's one of those where they're focused on the target audience too far. Isn't yeah, it? way just... too much. It was Story cringe. first, then target audience afterwards. Don't yeah, go like... right. What do teens like? They yeah. like their phones. Let's make a film about a phone. No, yeah. we don't want that. <laughs> Did anyone see Countdown? Countdown. 
countdown. Not the fun British TV adding show, but the one with the phone where they have an app that's like a death app and it tells you how long until you die. Alright. No, but I heard was, about that one. I heard and then about like it. it speeds up, doesn't it? And they get closer and closer together. Yeah, death. they try and hack it and then well, spoilers anyway, but Someone's gonna watch it. It was um it was I, I think it runs into the problem that you guys have been addressing of the it's trying to appeal to a target audience too much. It's like, oh, kids like apps, kids like the phone, and there's very much I don't know, they try to also mishmash a load of stuff together, so it's like, oh, there's this countdown app. And it's until your death, but then there's also a spooky demon entity that runs the app. Like, oh gosh, why? Like, why couldn't it not? Like, why? Yeah, why don't they make it more like, oh, it's evil corporate people? It just (laughs) comes across as hello there, fellow kids, way too much. Yeah, it does give that energy. Yeah. (laughs) Actually, speaking of Steve Buscemi and horror films, while we're on this, um, Adam Sandler's new horror film. Hubie Halloween. You lost me at Adam Sandler. I, I, my brain shuts down. No, when it I just, I'm not an Adam Sandler. <laughs> has anyone else in this room seen Hubie Halloween? No. 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 Right. I knew it was going to be bad, but then it became so bad it's kind of actually quite funny. <laughs> like, Steve Buscemi's in it, and he's, he's Steve Buscemi. I, I love him. Um, he's a, he's a, he's a, yeah. Adam Sandler is trying so hard to be awful that it's actually funny. <laughs> he doesn't need to try. Well, no, but he didn't get an Oscar for Uncut Gems. I think he said publicly, right, I'm going to team up with Netflix and I'm going to make the worst film you've ever seen. Oh, and he God, made I hate Netflix Halloween. horror films. Yeah. It oh, was... is, it on, is it on Netflix? <laughs> yeah, it's on Netflix. It was, it came out this year as well. And it was... Yeah, it's just come out, hasn't it? It oh, was... God. I ended up watching it twice because I, I, <laughs> I, I, I found myself yourself? enjoying it. Even though it was awful, it was like eye candy. Oh my Amazing. God. <laughs> I might have to go and watch this now. Even though, again, Adam Sandler is a certain a certain special type I of guy. Don't I don't like, like Adam Sandler. He's not Me funny. Neither. He's not I've a funny person. I've never found him funny. Neither is um, Will Ferrell. Neither of those are funny. Will Ferrell, no. Will Ferrell Halloween was actually a good film. I, like, I gave it, I think, a four. Oh my god. Uh, to be it, fair, I despise I meant five and panicked so much. Yeah. <laughs> Netflix is so atrociously bad. Well, they're bad at making films either way, but their horror films are just a different realm of bad. <laughs> a lot of them. So, cause again, a lot of them are tr- very much hello there, fellow kids. Parrot example. Parrot Sylvie example. Split. Hello's Eve. Uh, set in some form of London. Basically, they try to. They kidnapped all of these kids teenagers and like young children not like 12 year olds and like up to like 20 year olds because they've been causing havoc and they don't want the young ones around anymore basically killed them all and then the people behind all were the police and they oh. just couldn't be Is asked them anymore. The corn? what no. what was this hello Eve. oh right, it was right bad up. I think Netflix also remade The Mist, oh but like God. made it a TV series. Yes, they did. Yeah, why would you do that? The film was fantastic. Because it's Netflix. Reboot. All they care about is money, and they have no dignity left. Very true. Same with Disney. They're not this Disney feels like themselves. the Netflix episode that I was on. I've gone back in time here. Yeah, you I was had just the about Netflix to say that. episode without me? Well, I mean... Been there, done that. Oh this, was la- this was last year, to be fair, you know... We were still like we were still little we babies. We were still at that small point. college children. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are you first years? Yes. 
Hello. <laughs> okay. Fresh blood. <laughs> okay, cursed. Um, You're aged and battered. <laughs> You're only in second year. Oh my god. How do you think I feel? Well, I went Jeez. through. It. Well, first year was lockdown year, wasn't it? I feel like I've been through a lot. <laughs> oh oh yeah. no. Didn't I mean, at least it. you got a freshers. We didn't. Our freshers was drinking with our flatmates and like our social bubble. Looking so. Mm. And then leaping out the window at Peel Park. Yeah. Because um, I love that when I was on that Netflix fair. episode, we were here talking about the 1930s horror homage film that we were going to make as our second project. Oh, my Never God. Happened, you did it? Were. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. I actually watched a bit of that episode the other day. And I remember and I was like, oh, you guys and, and you guys at the same time say we're in the same group. And yeah. It was really freaky and like kind of scary. Yeah. That, <laughs> that project never happened. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. I was actually like, man. I wish, I wish that that film had been made because I would have loved to see it. I, I just like it, it living wild. On, I like it living in people's minds as like the film that never was. People can imagine it being amazing when it actually probably would have been terrible. Yeah. So. <laughs> Good concept though. So I have a question here from Jules, which is, do you think audiences prefer going to see horror films from a director they're familiar with or has a particular style? Or are they open to just seeing any horror film like what do you guys think i am gonna say no because i know for a fact that lots and lots of people only know the biggest names in film yeah so if you go up to like the average joe and say oh yeah. do you like this director They'll, they probably won't know who they are until you give them an example of their film mm-hmm. yeah so when i i think when people go to cinemas to see horror films they just go uh yeah look at the trailers that looks fine let's go yeah i feel like it really depends who you ask if you ask like uh film people like ourselves yeah. obviously we're gonna be like oh well i like this director i like this style maybe we'll go see it. i mean you yourself said you went to see the invisible man the shakes you liked the director yeah. uh, Literally the only reason i went yeah, yeah. <laughs> precisely so i feel like if you just ask an average person like barney they wouldn't really care they just like, oh horror film let's go see it mm. so so uh, do you think because it, we might be, our opinions could actually almost be skewed on this because we are film students? Yeah, I, think yeah, I oh, feel yeah, no, like... We've got, we've got inherent bias so. because of what we do. It's, yeah. it's our own damn fault. But. Yeah, because I think if you asked me, do you go to see... I very rarely will watch a horror film that I know nothing about. Like if I don't know the director, I don't know who's written mm. it, I don't know who's in it, I will very rarely watch it. Mm. However, if I know who's directed it, boom, I'm going to watch that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I imagine there's a lot of, like you said, the average Joe. They won't. They won't know. Oh yes, John Carpenter. I know that name. They don't care. They're just gonna yeah. go watch a film because it looks like it's gonna. It comes throw popcorn in the air. Yeah. Amazing. Also, if um you're ever on a first date, guys, uh, always take your your partner to go see a horror film. I mean, in a cinema. <laughs> My yeah, last. That doesn't boyfriend. work. No, it does. That doesn't work. <laughs> It does. I'm, I'm telling you it doesn't work. No, I'm telling you it Guys, does. Speaking listen. from experience, it doesn't work. So I'm speaking from experience and it does work. I'm speaking from experience. I went to see Bohemian Rhapsody. The editing in that is a nightmare. And me and my boyfriend stayed together one year, three months. That's the true horror. Yeah, they broke up with me a few days before my birthday. I think maybe oh it depends God. how <laughs> gruesome the horror film is. And maybe if you went to see Annabelle, sure, that's quite fun. It scares you around. But if you went to see something like... Oh, Annabelle was terrifying. One of the six Saw ones or something, I think that might... Why are you I taking saw... me to see this? I was going to put a sicko. crimp on your day, yeah. <laughs> my, my, me and my girlfriend, we went to see, um, what was it called? Like, Satan Baby or something. <laughs> oh, my God. On our first date. That sounds terrible. And this was, this was in 2014, and we are still together. So wow. I feel like that, that speaks volumes. Maybe it's just me. <laughs> <laughs> 
you go to see you need to go watch Satan Baby. I can't remember, oh the, I can't even remember what the film was called, but it was wild and it was Satan just it was honestly Baby. terrible. That sounds like yeah. somebody wanted to make the omen but was like, damn it, they've already done that. Satan baby. Let's do that. You know instead. what? I feel like the first omen was brilliant. I actually enjoyed it. I have the same birthday as the omen. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Maybe no. you are the omen. I mean, I used to work with a guy called Damien, and his mum watched the omen while she was pregnant with him, and then decided to call him Damien anyway. I'm like, why would you call your child that after you've seen the omen? That's just weird. Cursed. Yeah. That is, yeah, no. Cursed content. Um, <laughs> yeah. Asking yeah. for trouble. It's, um, I mean... There was another question here, actually, that I was going like to this little Q&A section. We've just gone off topic. <laughs> We're not off topic. I mean, we're guys, we've been sat here talking about horror films, but we're forgetting the scariest horror film, the Fred trilogy. That's pretty terrifying because how bad stop it is. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> the okay, amazing. I about Fred. Um, what, what, what is what is the what is the best, arguably the best horror then? Yeah. yeah. Is it best horror film? Yeah. The best. I don't know because oh, the best. I always make a distinction between best and favorite. So the, like, no, no, no. The best. So like, what no, is the best? Kind of is the best? Categorically, we I have would, to decide. I'm still on Coraline. Categorically, either. Coraline. Surely people yeah. would, don't people say Shining is the best? That's the Shining is not as... scary to me. I don't. About the I bit know. in the bath scared the me. Oh, the bit in the bath is creepy as hell. How many people do you know? If we're talking best horror film, it's got to have, you know, rewatch value. Yeah. How many times have you seen The Shining? Way Once. too many times. Yeah. Once. 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 Okay. At least it doesn't. I, I watched <laughs> yeah. Doctor Sleep and was like, I don't remember what happened. But you, you, <laughs> have, yeah. you watch it. Because I mean, Kubrick films, they're kind of like a bit of a slugfest. You have to really kind of gear yourself up to watch them. I don't like Kubrick. You know. Thank you. I said I didn't like Kubrick once. Everyone in the film group oh. tried to crucify yeah. me. No, I'm with you. Are you telling me you don't oh, like yeah. Space Odyssey? Space Odyssey was Never okay. What is right? Okay, I've seen I'm it. sorry. Your homework is to go <laughs> yeah, and watch that. Go away. Space Odyssey is I've seen incredible. Space boring. Odyssey. You're I bad. thought it was good. <laughs> the spa- Space Odyssey was, was made in the 1960s, yeah. and it looks yeah. better than some films that are coming out today. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm not it discrediting it for that. And also, it's a horror. Maybe it looks good. I just from I what people have told me, it bore me to tears. Well, it's a horror thriller. Okay, a horror I enjoy, which has not been put up yet, which is surprising. Alien. Oh, that sci-fi or oh horror? God, I see it's horror. Actually, yeah, no, the first Alien film is definitely horror. Aliens Brilliant. is an action kind yeah. of. Yeah. yeah. Aliens is action, but Alien vs Predator action, but I would say the first Alien. Brilliant. There's that iconic shot in Alien where like the captain's climbing around the vent ducts and then he just gets pulled away and he's he's dead. That's it. Yeah, it wasn't exactly Until a good that death. point, you're always thinking, oh, the captain's got to be like, you know, the main right. character. He'll save this the day. This is the thing. He just gets killed. The reason why Straight Riley off. survives and she's a woman is because the person who created Alien, I've forgotten the, the name now, but um, the... they created it because it's a metaphor for rape and childbirth. That's why all the men die, because they don't have to deal with that problem. All the women die as well, except Not, for Sigourney Except for Riley, yeah. The surviving person had to be a woman because he wanted to use it as a metaphor for rape and childbirth. Women die as well in that film, though. There is another, there's like another woman on board. And oh, yeah, she's, there is. She's brutally That's murdered. That's a deep interpretation. I've never I, heard yeah, of that was... never, ever heard this. This is no, that, new information. For real, I found this out because uh, I went to Germany and apparently we drove past a film set where Inglourious Basses was filmed, some of it. And also where some of Alien was filmed. And I said to 
I don't know, one of the tutors there. You know what? I've always seen Alien as that's what childbirth would be like. And he was like, oh, yeah, the person who created this guy, by the way. So Ridley Scott, the director of the film, right. said this apparently, right? And this is what you're telling me. Because I'm trying to look up this information now. I'm trying to like. This is what I've been this. told. I'm not saying it's 100% this is what I was told. Okay? I think this is just some crazy but, German no. guy who came up with an interpretation. Was like... No, this is my tutor who's basically walking IMDb. So. Uh. Okay, I I mean I can't find this now, and I would I would love I would love someone in the comments of the either the Instagram post on this or the um or on YouTube to tell someone me and please confirm, back me up. Okay, confirm is is Steph right? Is this true? This I, is what my college tutor told me, and honestly, I would not be surprised if it was because I always thought that's what childbirth was like. But instead of it exploding out of chest, it explodes down there. But um. Yeah, honestly, oh, wow. props to Ridley Scott if that's exactly what he was trying to come across. Because this was made in the 70s? Yeah, 73. Second wave oh, feminist no, revolution. Was Alien was 73. Is it earlier than that? I thought it was 79. It's 73. What's 79 then? Uh, The second one. Yeah. Oh, that's no, it, it is 79. Boom! Oh, wow, you were Still, the 1970s <laughs> was, was the second wave feminism. So... I kind of want to buy into that, though, because that's, that's a cool interpretation. Yeah. yeah, it's... I mean, it sort of makes sense. And yeah. it's, it's a little bit sexy as well, isn't it? With the, like face huggers and stuff. I don't whoa, know. Whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> <Back> Moving <laughs> swiftly on. Don't um, say that. Okay. We have, End another, of que- we have another question from Jules. <laughs> let's hear it. Um, okay, that's okay. Halloween film recommendation for the weekend is obviously um, for the end, so we'll do that later. Not um, Halloween Eight. Whatever you do, avoid <laughs> does, it like the plague. Does anyone have anything that they really want to like? That they really, really want to talk about about horror? Yeah. Does anyone? Does what? Okay, go ahead. I want. The first Friday the Thirteenth film is incredible. not that good. Jason it's isn't incredible. even in it. He isn't even in it. His mum's in it. Jason isn't there. You that's see that the twist. twist. That's the twist. That's the point. <laughs> I didn't like it. There was no Jason. Jason is like the face of Friday the 13th. He wasn't even in the bloody first one. Or the second one. Well, he is in the second one, he but he doesn't have the mask on. It's like, that's the twist. You don't expect it, but that's the point. Yeah. And because you're not enjoyed. expecting it, it makes it better. And you're, talking about, and you're talking about practical effects. Friday the 13th is the king. Of practical oh, effects. Oh, Well, um, the thing exists. Okay. Yes, the, well, oh, but the thing, I'm, yeah. I'm a fan of Tom Savini, who is the makeup artist of many of the Friday 13th films and loads of other horror films. Tom Savini's incredible. And that kill of, I mean, it looks fake as anything today. Yeah. But the kill of Kevin Bacon through his neck, brilliant. Yeah. That Tom is Savini's quite, that's work. Icon- that is iconic, actually. Yes. Now, if you're talking yeah. about practical effects, the thing... The kind of middle one, the one John Carpenter made, that is the king of practical effects. You can't deny it. Okay, fair enough. Because it is <laughs> utterly, utterly phenomenal. You could say Star Wars was great with practical effects. <laughs> they didn't even yeah, have CGI. Talking, he was doing blue horror. screen. Okay, he was doing green screen before green screen was a thing and it was blue. So, George Lucas, maybe the king, but since we're on about horror... Yeah, he doesn't okay, care. I will submit <laughs> the thing, but Friday thirteenth will be second place. Then I will. I will. I will allow you that, that <laughs> if you accept that the thing has some of the best practical yes, effects. Sure. Ever right, put to but film. with Friday the thirteenth, too many sequels. They need to stop. Honestly, well, they, have, they, they have. They have stopped. They have stopped. Thankfully, it is a classic, though, isn't it? Reboot. Reboot. And reboot. No, well, actually, a short film. A short film has just come out. I think called "Don't Walk in the Woods" or something, and it is something like that. 
and it's somebody doing a Friday the 13th fan film, and that's brilliant, that is. If they oh, made a reboot like that, that'd be great. Friday the 13th actual sequels, though. Fra- one's great, two's good, three is all right, four... Yeah, four's good, although it's called the final... <laughs> well, to Because one of them's called the final... Ch- yeah, four is the final chapter, and then they did about seven more films after oh it. Yep. Amazing. But then A New Beginning, this is as far as I've got, I've only got to the first five, because A New Beginning was so bad, mm. I haven't continued, and I've not even got on to Jason Goes to Hell or Jason Goes to Space yet. Or Freddy versus Jason. Or yeah. Freddy, Freddy versus, versus Jason. Jason. Yeah. I was about to bring that up. Yeah. <laughs> what about Freddy versus Jason? <laughs> Same Gosh. as like uh, Nightmare on Elm Street films as well. First one incredible, Loved. second one terrible, yeah. third one brilliant. The reboot Fourth one, triggers haven't me. Haven't got any further than that. Do the reboot <sighs> triggers me so bad, so awful. Because Robert Englund no. isn't in it. Nobody else can play Freddy. Do, do you not think though that this um, Friday the Thirteenth, the Thing, all of these old films, Halloween, are they not just the monster? horror trope though and it is very much yes. that now and that is yeah. their own genre of horror and there is definitely a, a monster horror trope but then if you look at other horror films so uh a friend of mine will appreciate me bring this up but one of their favorite horror films at the minute is the lighthouse they watched it like three times oh my god the lighthouse oh, is, the about... most, is the most amazing film i've ever yeah. watched in my I life i haven't seen it yet you will no, you appreciate need to me bringing it. that up because he adores it. the lighthouse yeah, no, right. it's incredible. Honestly, the, the the only Lovecraftian horror film I've ever watched that has generally made me terrified leaving the cinema. Yeah, incredible. Like watching that film there is you amazing. Know. You need yeah. you yeah. need to see it. So I'm sure it will come as no surprise, but I haven't though. seen it. I've barely seen anything besides slasher films. <laughs> you need no. You need to watch. You need to watch The Lighthouse. What about other psychological horrors though? Like, well, um... d- would you count? Would you count? Like I was just about to say this. Do you think thriller and psychological horror are they all horror or yeah. are they yeah i would definitely a... say they're very iconic they've left an impact on like the world of film because like um american horror story 1987 uh not the best but um basically that was heavily inspired by friday the 13th a group of teenagers go from the city to this little camp to like workers camp workers and there's a serial killer on the loose it's definitely left a huge imprint on the world of film as a yeah. whole mm. hmm so I don't know. So you'd say they'd count then, at least. So oh, yeah. if, if you don't count Silence of the Lambs as a horror film, which oh, is purely psychological amazing. horror, love it. Then mm. you know, if if you count that but nothing else, then it's it's biased. Yeah, yeah. It's biased to a good film over anything else. That's, Silence that's of the wrong. Lambs is definitely one of my favourite films, along with The mm-hmm. Adams Family. Not a horror film, but definitely a Halloween film. Mm-hmm. 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 Amazing for sure. Absolutely amazing, love The amazing. Adams Family. I prefer Adams Family Values, but I still. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Iconic. Um, it's Jules... Camp, Camp Chippewa is too funny for me. <laughs> Are all horror films fifteen plus, or can you have horror films suitable for younger audiences? Coraline. Yeah. That's Caroline is the big yeah. example there. there we go. Although I'm pretty sure it's still a 12, 12 up. Yeah. I think it is. But then again, you could. Why would you want horror films for a younger audience? If horror is designed to scare you and stop you sleeping at night, why would you design that for little kids? <laughs> They're sure annoying enough as you. it is. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the parents would be like, listen, I want to talk to the manager of whoever made this. My child can't sleep. I think sleep. if you want to get spooky for a child, you have to go for spooky and not scary. Oh, yeah. yeah. So go for Adam's people, family. Things like that. 
Things like the CBD specials, like those kinds of things. Beetlejuice yeah. is not appropriate for children. I don't Beetlejuice, know Beetlejuice is brilliant. I watched, I watched that when I was about eight. That would do. I loved Beetlejuice. I also watched Terminator when I was about eight as well, so maybe not. But... <laughs> I watched Resident Evil when I was five and my parents <laughs> oh. wondered why I came out like this. So. Iconically, the worst zombie film <laughs> yes. ever made. Resident Evil? Yeah. That's yeah. awful. Interesting. Have you seen Pockney's versus Zombies? <laughs> I oh don't need God. to. Have you seen Resident Evil? Have you seen Pride and Prejudice and Zombies? Oh my God, no! Stop! Stop! I watched that film. Jane Austen deserves the pain of that. Like her uh, name needs. Her name is attached to it that. It was so of Pride bad. And Imagine she her ghost that. watching over and going, "They've done no. what?" <laughs> no. Um, I, so interesting. You mentioned Resident Evil because I was thinking while we were sat here, I was thinking I don't find horror films particularly scary anymore. And you yeah. guys obviously have all sort of agreed with this already but i do find horror video games scary okay that's a new level yeah and however however should we be looking more at merging tv and film and modern streaming platforms because we had talked i think we maybe talked about this maybe not as much as we should have with okay i'm trying to think of a good example it's not a great example bandersnatch I knew you were going to say oh that. I knew you were going to give that as only, an example. It's the only example I can think of of a film where you are almost directly affecting what is happening as as a video game would. Okay, it's sort of like a choice-based video game. That hey, makes sense. A Batman yeah. one. A Batman one has just come out where you can do the same sort of an interactive. Does, does Robin on... live or does Robin die? That sort of. Oh, thing. amazing! I didn't yeah. know that. Well, okay, let, let him die, obviously. Um... <laughs> yeah, I was like, kill him. How many times has he been replaced? Honestly, so... if you try and combine like. You know the experience of video games with films it's never going to work out because if it's if it's going to be a film you have to limit their controls to a you know point and click adventure alternatively you could just sit down and play a video game yeah that is a horror i think i think what's scarier though and what what i find is obviously the kicker with horror films is i am more scared when people are doing what exactly what you'd expect them to do in a situation, oh, spooky basement. Hell no, I ain't going down there. Yeah. They do exactly what you want them to do, but they still come up against it. And yeah. I find yeah. that more scary. Like, for example, uh, you know, I, I bring it up again, but Insidious, I watched it recently. When when stuff starts happening in the daytime, that's when I'm like, hell no. Oh, <laughs> that hell, is yeah. scary. That is actually yeah. scary. Like, yeah. the I think it's sort of the infection of, like, you know, being worried about, Things that should be like, okay, it's not horror yeah. trope, daytime. It's when nice, things, sunny when, and stuff. When things you know? go bump in the night, you're kind of like, ah, oh, Okay, yeah, whatever. I'm about to get ghosted, it's fine. When things happen like that in the day, it's it's a lot worse. Yeah. That's why I actually, re- although it's 1974, I actually really like Texas Chainsaw Massacre for that reason. Mm. Yeah. Yes. 90% of it in the day. That is yet another Big example class. of like Pinhead. No one knows where Pinhead's, like what movie it is. Everyone knows there's Leatherface. Not many people know from yeah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Because the first time I saw that, I was like, I mean, that's I think that's absolutely incredible, that film. Yeah. Mainly because there's not a single drop of blood in it, and yet it's, yeah. abs- it's so gory, but there's not a single drop of blood. What, Mainly Texas because... Chainsaw Massacre? Yeah. Not really? Sing- not a single no, drop no. of blood. Famous because thing. the director, Toby Hooper, who is dead now, but he, he said, I want this to be a 12 rating, or whatever the American equivalent is. I think so it's he not was like, not anymore, is it? It's, I thought it was... They, re- they revamped it, I think. Yeah. What he was like, I want it to be accessible. So he didn't put blood in it. There's a lot of things he purposefully omitted. Mm-hmm. And then the, the, you know, the people who certificate these, certificate these films were like, 
No, Toby, this is an 18. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't done anything right. You've still made it an 18. But I yeah. just find that brilliant. There's like a bit where Leatherface grabs his girl, sticks her on a meat, meat hook on the wall. Oh. She's screaming. You don't see a single drop no of blood. blood, but there's a bucket underneath her. So all you need, he's said it in interviews, he said, you don't need blood there. You just need your brain to put two and two together. There's a woman impaled on the wall. There's a bucket. Of, there's a bucket. What does the bucket do? Gathers her blood. So you he don't wanted see this it. to be a twelve, but impaled a woman. Yes. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> but no, no, that's what Logic. whatever was my original point. Wasn't he daytime. also cutting people <laughs> yeah, up with chainsaws as well? Is that not the point? I've never you seen don't, it. Well, <laughs> you don't actually really. That's more of a, one of a sequel thing. The, the thing with Texas Chainsaw Massacre, we were saying about Friday the 13th and Nine Red Elm Street, and even Halloween, they gradually go downhill. Texas Chainsaw Massacre went immediately downhill. Yeah. First, After the one, first one. First one is so good, it's ridiculous. Second one was something like 16 years later. And it, we were now in the 80s. And they decided to give Dennis Hopper another chainsaw and went, go fight him. Amazing. So it's like chainsaw on chainsaw. It's so over the top. Loads of people like Tessa Chainsaw Massacre too because Bill Moseley's in it and he plays a character called Chop Top. Chop Top's like a legendary horror character. Basically, like he picks his skull throughout like the entire film and just takes off bits of skin and stuff. Ugh, it's horrible. Oh, Weird. Okay. Don't like that film. It's too over the top. <laughs> but Texas Chainsaw Massacre, oh, the, but original the first one. one, impaling a woman. Oh, it's oh yeah, fine. impaling a woman. That's fine. Yeah, because that's, that's cool horror, but There's it's no like, blood. It's I mean, absolutely fine. I mean, over the top is in that. like the big booming soundtrack and yeah. stuff. Like the first one yeah. opens, if I'm not wrong. Oh my God, how does it open? Well, it opens, that all that the group are in that camper van driving around through Texas, a nice daytime. <laughs> Second one opens, middle of the night, car chase and a, oh. a body being like used with strings to scare the other car. And I was just watching like, oh, what are you doing? It's <laughs> gone lost wrong. it already. But yeah. The point about daytime, which was actually the original point of this, yeah, is that when I was first watching it, I thought, right, when does Leatherface come in? Let's wait for it to get dark and he will show up. So they open up this house and walk in and I think, okay, this will be Leatherface's house, surely. He'll show up later. And this guy just turns around the corner and immediately, boop, down, hits on the floor. Um, he's sort of rattling about. Leatherface grabs him, drags him into the room and just shuts the door. And I was like, whoa, Leatherface. <laughs> I didn't expect you to come in now. And then it's like that, the, another chase that happens is in the daytime. And it's all just like, anybody could see this. And yeah. that's what sort of makes it scary. Do you, that... think, do you think it's more that also it was, it's dealing with, with a bit of the unexpected? And like, you know, it's, it's, it's not necessarily, it's, does, it, does it build up? Does that, that moment when he shows up, does it, is, does no, it have like no, the classic There's no music up? or at all. It's just, it's just this guy walks into a house. Like, Hello, I'm yeah. here. Because they just... Does it work? Yeah, I think it does. Because I didn't see it coming at all. Because I was expecting it to get dark and then they'd it's go into the house. Too, yeah. They'd all go yeah. into the house and then they'd pick them off one by one. No, this guy goes in, gets hit, down, dead. Straight away. And I thought, well, that's the end of you then, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, I think I think horror as well is very, you know, people are very picky about yeah. what they like. Yeah. And I feel you will like, like certain stuff. Something else horror, which we haven't really gone in on. American Horror Story, one of my favourite TV shows with the exception of Apocalypse and Hotel, I think are great. They deal with all kinds of different things. They have um, uh, the house one, which is full of ghosts and stuff. They have Asylum, which is my favourite one. Uh, Freak Show, The Witches one. Um, Apocalypse the is witches, bad. Actually. The Witches reboot. The, yes, the that is actually, reboot. Oh, that's actually coming out in a couple of years. And The Witches thing, that's a yeah. Thing. Yeah. Uh, it won't be as horrifying the as the first one. 
The no, first one is generally There you go. There's another film that's uh, yeah. made for kids. Yeah, yeah The Witch's Barrow Doll. Hor- was horrifying. That was also terrifying. the first ever Roald Doll book I read as a kid, and he's still one of my favourite authors. Yeah. A bit yeah. problematic, but we won't go there. A little bit, but... <laughs> Very, very racist, but... <laughs> the guy was also born in, like, what, 1900, so... True. Yeah, kind of cursed. We've, yeah. Still, look, <laughs> art, separate art from artist. He was still... He was, he was oh, nice. yeah, no, I love Roald Dahl, but I do sometimes. Like, and then especially that Bond film that he wrote, and he uh, gets James Bond to dress up Japanese and does all sorts of stereotypical Ooh, things. And I thought, okay. Roald, Roald, stop, stop. Calm down, pal. <laughs> I mean, he, he was also a Norwegian. Roald Dahl wrote so. a Bond film. You, you only live twice. It's actually my favourite Bond film, but... I really? did not Besides know Besides from the Japanese that. bit, but... Did he write? No way. Yeah, you only live... Google it if you don't believe I'm me. I'm going to No, I, no I, believe, I believe you, because, like... <laughs> you only live twice. It's written by Roald Dahl. That's... That, that's... Okay. okay. I didn't know that. Wow. I have yeah, no response fact. for that. I, that's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> um... I'm a big Bond fan, so I'll just throw out facts like that. <laughs> Bond next Bond film coming out next year as well. Oh my I mean, god! That's apparently, apparently. Oh no, 2021 just... or is it 2022? I can't remember what they said. Who knows? I feel like Bond's been a bit overdone at this point, honestly. Hmm. Well, there's still a few books left to do, so yeah. still got a few yeah. things to we milk. Can still, we can we can get a little bit more yeah, out wow. of Daniel Craig. Yeah. In 1966, though... Roald Dahl was approached by James Bond producers Harry Saltzman and Albert Broccoli, Broccoli who asked him if he would be interested in writing the screenplay for You Only Live Twice, the fifth film in the Bond series. No and the best one. Way. I'm That's I'm insane. Shook. I am shook. <laughs> Me too. I had no idea. Like he went from being all cutesy yeah, kids <laughs> f- kids books, let's write and like inspire kids and stuff to James Bond. Bond. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This isn't the Bond cast. No, no. It was uh, it was all in reference to the witches. Which <laughs> okay. Is, yeah. Is oh yeah, terrifying. that's how we got there. I completely yeah. forgot. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's good to have a, a little ramble. But yeah, no, the witches, uh, the sequel, not sequel, the reboot. It's that's a reboot. Yeah, that's yeah. coming out in a couple I'm not, days. Time. I don't appreciate that because the first one, <laughs> the the original, that was fantastic. It had yeah. Rowan Atkinson in it as well. Yes, it did. See, it I did. thought. See, it goes back to that point about the director's name and do you go to a film for the name though? I was the same. I was like, why are they rebooting The Witches? Then I saw, written by Guillermo del Toro, and I thought, okay, really, and directed oh. by Bob Zemeckis, and I thought, Back oh. to the Future, okay, and I thought, okay, okay you've okay. got a directing wow. writing duo there. I very much appreciate. So maybe this would be good. However, although, yeah, Guillermo <laughs> del Toro's done a bit. Yeah. I personally hate reboots. Yeah, that's fair. I just hate them. What, before, oh, before you, even watching them? You, you need to go them. in hibernation for next year, then. Oh, my yeah. God. Texas Chainsaw, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Halloween, I... Scream, Saw, Let they're all finish. getting reboots. Let me finish. <laughs> Absolutely yeah. always despise. How many times in the early days of the film group chat I said I despise reboots? Quite a lot, yeah. Yeah, I just <laughs> hate them. There was a lot of reboots. It's hate. unoriginal. It's just not a thing. Just stop it. Like... There are students coming up with all these really great ideas and, you know, they want to make them and they come out kind of bad. The execution is always the best because they have a low budget. But there are these big Hollywood producers who are like, let's reboot every Disney film. Let's reboot things that have already been rebooted. Let's reboot Ghostbusters for the third hey, time. Hey, no. Ghostbusters Afterlife is going to be incredible. It's Bill Murray's back. It's so hard yeah, to get like, Bill Murray in the film. Um, the old female huh? cast again, um, but with Bill Murray, or is it the... Well, aren't a lot of them dead now from the original Ghostbusters? Yeah, only Harold, only Harold Ramey's dead, and ah. the film's a tribute to him. So 
Oh, that's cute. Yeah. It's, still... the, it's the director's son who is doing it, who they've always said for years, people have gone, when are you going to do it? Jason Reitman. Dad's Ivan Reitman. He did the first two Ghostbusters. Jason Reitman was the son. It's still And for the years, people were saying time. to him, when are you going to do Ghostbusters? Yeah, but and he always he, said he didn't want to do it. Right? And he was like, I'm, yeah. ne- I'm never going to do Ghostbusters unless I have oh, the right story. Oh, because they did Ghostbusters mm. 2 and it was horrible. It was basically the I same like, movie. I like Ghostbusters 2. I'm a... I'm a it killed I'm a, it. I'm a Ghostbusters crazy person. I However, <laughs> except the Ghostbusters the reboot, film but... that definitely killed off 2016 feminist yeah, reboot. I don't even. Oh my god. Too, I don't. If it's not yeah. got Bill Murray in it, I don't acknowledge it. Didn't it have Bill Murray in it? Did he, uh, he make like a small cameo? He, does he have a cameo? I'm pretty sure he had a cameo. Well, unless it, yeah. it's Bill Murray as. One of the Ghostbusters. Then I don't care. <laughs> I still don't think it should be reboot. Of course he was. I feel no, like he the original Venkman. Ghostbusters Venkman. was perfect. Dan Aykroyd is... Dan Aykroyd was... Speng- Spengler. Spengler. No. 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 Um, Howard Ramey's Spengler. Howard Ramey was Spengler. Ernie Hudson's Zedmore. He was, he was Ray. Ray Stance. Stance, that's Stance, it. that was it. Yes. The only Ghostbusters I trust are Sam New Winchester and Supernatural, also brilliant spooky TV series. So yeah, we've not really touched on TV, but don't care. Like they, don't have yeah. pro- they don't have proton packs. I'm not bothered. <laughs> With TV horror, you can get a lot more out of it because it's a yeah. long, it's a long format. Okay, have a bigger we? Build up. Well, if I mentioned it earlier, Blind but have Manor. we seen the Haunting series? I've seen the Haunting of Hill House. What did you think? Uh, it was amazing. Because I think. I think Breaking Bad is the best TV series of all time, but I Goes think the, but I think the best series I've ever like subject objectively Breaking Bad's the best. Subjectively, I think Haunting a Hill House is the best thing I've it, ever, I, I ever seen. I honestly think I think it, the, the the whole thing was incredible, but I hated the ending. In terms of oh, I loved the ending, but the thing, think we were saying about going going back to that director point. But I watched that a lot of people when it came out. I was like saying to people I was in sixth form at the time, so I was like saying to a lot of people going. Oh my god, you need to watch this. And people watch it and they go, It's not scary. I mean, I personally yeah. find it terrifying, but people would go, It's not scary. And go, That's not the point, though. It's about yeah. the stories behind it, it's about the family relationships, it's about the messages of grief and all this stuff. But people are just like, Well, it's not scary. The, like, um, that's not the point. The, 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 <laughs> the, the episode, which is three 15 minute long shots, is honestly episode one six. of the most incredible episodes yeah. I've ever watched, though. That the acting and the camera work is amazing. Yeah. Like, mm. three shots. The entire episode, yeah. forty-five insane. minutes, and it's the fact they go, the impressive. fact they cut between two locations and two different times, but it still seems like one shot. That's, oh my god, yeah, like I know. Oh my corridor, god, I would watch that episode. Like, like, yeah, it was the so old good. version of the dad walks up that corridor, and then the camera pans around. So it's the young version of the dad, and we're in Hill House, and you're like, "What the hell? How did we yeah, get here?" Yeah, it was so mm. clever. It was so well done. Um, yeah, you know, ne- you need to see that. Yeah, that particular. I'll episode. put it on my list. But Some... in terms of horror series, has anyone seen Garth Marenghi's Dark Place? No. No, but I know it's got Noel Fielding and Richard Iowad. It doesn't oh, have Noel Fielding. Noel Fielding is not in that one. That's Aww. a mistake. It's got, I can't remember who plays Garth or the woman, but Matt Berry is in it and Richard Iowade <laughs> in it. And it's... You told me Noel Fielding was in it then. I feel betrayed. <laughs> Noel Fielding is a national treasure. Yes, he is. So, <laughs> but no, that that's a really good series. It's not really. It's horror comedy. It is quite horror comedy, but it was also really good. Well, it's weird you actually mentioned that because because I Google so much. I'm watching Blind Manor at the moment. Well, I finished it. Episode five was so confusing; it was ridiculous. I had to. I've ne- I very rarely have to do this, but I have to Google. 
Haunting a Blind Manor episode five explained. So I have actually, <laughs> I've actually watched a quick YouTube cause, video. Because I was watching it going, I don't know what just happened there. Yeah. But after that, after that, you know, you go on Google and you get those suggested searches based on what you've yeah. Googled before. I got an article yesterday that was the haunting of, um, whatever you said. What's it called? Dark Place. Dark Place. The haunting of Dark Place. Then it was yeah. like going, you may have just finished Blind Manor, but here's this Garth uh, explained that. And I was like, yeah. what is the connection between these two then? It's weird that mentioned that one another tv series which i'm surprised we haven't touched on black mirror we we did mention bandersnatch earlier, we actually. mentioned bandersnatch yeah okay it was good it? until netflix took it over and it just went to well god you do not like netflix do you yeah i despise I mean, them with a passion well, i'm here like i'm netflix. here like haunting hill house is the greatest series i'll i'll stand on the netflix front then <laughs> I, I despise no netflix i i so i stand I'm kind of on the Netflix front as well because, like, yes, for every no. bad thing they make, there's <laughs> they three do, good things. There's something, something terrible comes out, out, and you think Stranger oh, Things exists. Stranger Things season one was good. Stranger, two and three Stranger, Stranger Things can go mm. die in a hole for all I care. Mm. It was honestly one of the worst. Season three yeah. was bad. I know. I well, I actually found season three quite fun. But the thing is, I like Stranger Things. The thing that, I mean, it makes me sound so elitist, but it's like the thing that annoys me at Stranger Things is the fan base. Because the amount oh, of conversations course, yeah. I've had with people. Is it season two? There's the episode where Eleven goes rogue. And she's yeah. Like wearing yeah. All the she just runs away from Pennsylvania. I yeah. quite liked it. I, but I was talking no. to a lot of people going, well, it's a reference to the Lost Boys and she has things with like the chopsticks and the thing. And everybody's like, people turn around to me and just go, what's the Lost Boys? I'm like, why are you oh, watching this program? What, what Lost Boys is. <laughs> Round conversations had people. I go, why are you watching this program if you don't know what the Lost Boys is? Lost Boys is fantastic. As they're really there in their Top Shop Stranger Things t-shirt. I think, oh, don't talk to me. The thing <laughs> I really hated about season three is they suddenly out of nowhere decided Robin was gay. Which I had a problem with, because they built up the whole time that Robin likes Steve. Blah, blah, blah. I'm gay. I just there was there was no need for it. It's just forced queer representation. It didn't feel forced to me. No, I. It didn't. seemed I very forced so. to me. Although with with Stranger Things, the one thing that I can't stand about it is the fact that I never did any of the stuff they did. Oh yeah. But, but yeah, I feel you like suddenly want to go back to the eighties, don't yeah. you? And buy yeah. A, and buy That's a the bike. problem with eighties films. I always look at them and go. God damn, I wish I was To be fair, the 80s was a golden age. If you watch Top of the Pops from the 80s, you think, wow, this is amazing. If you watch one news report from the 80s, you think, horrible. my God, 2020 doesn't look so bad, does it? Oh, no, 2020. (laughs) Let's talk about the scariest horror film. 2020. I can't wait for all the lockdown films. There are going to be so many on there. No, I just can't. They are also all going to be fantastic. (laughs) Will they? Yeah, of course mm. they will be. I'm, I'm sure already making be. a lockdown film for my first project. Please so... stop, cancel it now. <laughs> I was just about to say, how many how many first years are doing a lockdown film? Only one. Too many. Wow. Us, in my PTG, I don't know about the rest of everyone oh, else. Okay. I can I can actually speak for PTG five. None of us are doing a lockdown film. Oh, thank yeah. God! Well done. You've seen. <laughs> You've seen the lights. You've seen the lights. We're doing it, but basically, it's not going to be the whole thing. It's going to be the first twenty four hours and the initial impact of lockdown. Amazing. So not just, hey, we're in lockdown. Here's our f- six months in quarantine. So it's just going to be the initial impact of Boris announcing the COVID-19 lockdown. Amazing. So Very good. Mm-hmm. Well, I suppose you have to also do it within lockdown at the moment. So Yeah. So, but now I'm going to show the importance of technology as well. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's usually portrayed in a very negative light. So, hey, look how important technology is. So. Speaking of 
going back to horror films and staying on tech though there's quite a big trope in horror where like technology fails you and that's the horror like 2001 space odyssey does that it's about you know hal hal goes rogue yeah but i was thinking this today guys but do you not think that hal 9000 hal 9000 kind of looks like the ring doorbell (laughs) (laughs) oh my god Sally Kubrick predicted the future, guys. I mean, I was looking at ring doorbells yesterday and I was thinking, oh my god. Amazon is turning into... <laughs> I am never ringing a doorbell again. From now on, I'm only ever knocking. So, moving swiftly on. Uh, so, what what do you guys recommend uh, for films, for people to watch over this I spooky would, season? I would recommend... Um... You get one each. Only one? Yep. Oh That's my god. Only one. Oh, okay, someone go before me. Okay. Um, I need to think really hard about this. Someone else go. You take point. Go You've on. done this before. Only one, as Highlander once said. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Highlander, I don't think Highlander said it. I think Although everybody Scotland's else said it. a pretty scary place. Sorry for that the 1986 fact that, the fact reference. That Highlander was based around that the Queen, uh, was it? Well, they did the soundtrack. They did the whole it. soundtrack, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Yeah. What a good film, actually. That was yeah, I, I love Time. That's a really good amazing. film. Have you seen the sequels, though? <laughs> no. I don't want to. <laughs> there are sequels. Spoil my opinion. Second one. Second one. Highlander. Second one is. Lowlander. I believe second one, the second one is one of the few films to have 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. Mm. That's what? how bad it is. Amazing. Anyway. That's wow. Only one right horror there. film. You see, now, only one horror film. Obviously, I can't go for a deep dive into Halloween here, so I can't tell you which sequels to avoid and which ones to watch. So, of course, I'm going to have to stay on brand, and I'm going to have to go niche, and it was something that nobody will ever watch, but I've got to stick up for my Universal Monsters. I've got to to do it. Go on. So, Bride of Frankenstein, 1935. Go watch. It's incredible. incredible. You might you think you think, oh, what is this boring black and white film he's making me watch? It's not. It is so good. <laughs> it is ridiculous. It's so such a go. good Pride contemplation on religion, sexuality, everything. For nineteen thirty five. It's so good. Love that. Amazing. Barney, Steph? Uh, uh I can go. Um good. horror film, I would probably have to say Insidious. It's very well done, very well written. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Amazing. Spooky film. You said oh, one yeah, horror yeah, yeah. film. Yeah, I said one. You said one horror film. No, one horror film, one spooky film. Your time's up. Adam's Family, the OG. It's beautiful. It's amazing. I love it. Wednesday's my spirit animal. That's all I can say. <laughs> you have cheated. You have cheated care. the system. You said one horror film. I said one um, horror film. I would recommend Hellraiser, but instead, I'm going to recommend a film I haven't mentioned yet. Donnie Darko. Oh, amazing. One of the most fantastic psychological horror films ever made and the soundtrack's beautiful and the ending uh, I can't stop crying at and it is utterly utterly fabulous watch Donnie Darko that's my recommendation um, my recommendation is watch the original it because I really like it I think it's really fun. I think it's really fun. It's a really fun film. Um, Amazing, 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 amazing. Thank you so much, guys. It's been great. Can I do a little shout out before we finish? Mm, Go on then. Because I am vice president of the Horror Rock Society, it seems appropriate to say if you are a fan of horror films and or alternative music, come check us out. Horror Rock Society. Horror Rock Society. At the University of Salford. At the University of Salford. 
Wow. Can I just say, on behalf of me and Steph, thank you for allowing us to come in here. Hell yeah! <laughs> Do this. No, no, this was amazing. <laughs> no, we need more. We need. You know, we need to get this I mean, going. Hopefully, you'll see me on the future episodes. I'm sure. Yeah, I would love yeah. to. I do. I, I do just want to say, you need to complete your big trilogy. Thank you. <laughs> no. Big thank you no, for letting no us do thank this. You. Amazing. It's, yeah, it's good to have people here. Go and tell all the first years about the podcast. Get them interested. Get them excited. Oh yeah. Um, we will uh, follow us on uh, Instagram, UOS underscore Film Production. If you're not, shame on you, honestly, uh, for getting this far shame through a podcast you, and not following, not following it. I followed it at the start. <laughs> <laughs> not good enough. Um, but yeah, if you guys want to see more content related to things that you want to see, let us know on the Film Production Podcast page or the, the Instagram or, or on YouTube or whatever, because we do read it. We do care. Okay. And we I'll do be actually. We're going through everyone's comments. Yeah, They'll and we'll be, che- we'll, be nice we'll be looking. Things. We'll be there. Um, yeah, amazing. Uh, yeah. Thank you so much for joining us. No uh, problem. Aiden, Steph, Barney, beautiful, amazing people. Great to have you thank on. You. Um, <laughs> thank you. Again, catch us on Apple Music, Spotify, uh, Anchor FM, uh, Instagram, YouTube, uh, and all that fun. It's other, all that. All the, it's, it's everywhere. Come find Literally, us. you cannot, you can't miss us. And if you're not listening and you're a student, honestly, shame on you. Um, amazing. Bad look. Thank you. Mwahaha. Spooky season. Spooky wookie. Wookie, spooky. Thank you guys. <laughs> <laughs>